It's time to heed the call of the wild and seek the higher calling. Higher Calling is the voice of mountain and forest wildlife and is hosted by award-winning wildlife journalist and conservationist Chester Moore. Be ready for an increase in altitude and a relentless pursuit of the creatures that dwell there. Welcome to the Higher Calling. Whether you're in the foothills or the deep forest, no word grabs the attention of outdoors lovers like snake. Someone sees a snake. Whether they're a snake lover like me or not or hears the word snake, it grabs your attention. Like I said, I like snakes. I like photographing snakes, but I like to know where those snakes are, especially if they're venomous snakes. So throughout my entire life, I have um, sought out unusual snake stories and heard lots of tales around the campfire. But there was one snake story that I had to hunt down, and it literally took me 25 years. Uh, back in the early 1990s, my grandfather, John Pickard, who wasn't really a, an outdoors guy. He was a, a business owner. He would go on like corporate deer hunts every once in a while. He said he saw a photo in one of the big three, either Sports of Field, Field and Stream, or Outdoor Life, of an 11-foot-long rattlesnake killed in Florida. And I thought that was very, very interesting. Number one, the Eastern Diamondback is the longest rattlesnake, the heaviest rattlesnake, but an 11 foot, that's three feet plus the known record. So I was kind of like skeptical about this, but he kept talking about seeing the photo. So every time I would get any archival magazines of any of those three, I would look through it, I would search it, I searched the internet and found absolutely nothing. Well, I was on the phone with my friend Joe Doggett. Joe Doggett is one of the greatest outdoor writers of all time. He used to write for the Houston Chronicle, still writes for Texas Fishing Game Magazine. And I mentioned this to Joe because Joe had just did a great story for Texas Fishing Game on snakes in Texas. He goes, I think I have that photo. So he dug it out and looked, and it was in a Sports Afield magazine from the 1970s. And he sent me a scan of this thing. And it's really mind-blowing story. There are one, two, three, four, five men holding this rattlesnake in the photo that was taken in 1919. So this is how it starts. It starts with a letter in the letter section of Sports Afield. And it comes from John Baylor, who at the time was an assistant curator of the Department of Herpetology at the New York Zoological Society. And he said the Sports Afield Almanac section was of special interest to members of our curatorial staff, the 11 foot four inch Eastern Diamondback rattlesnake depicted is certainly an impressive reptile. In fact, it exceeds the published record for this species by more than three feet. Although tales of exceptionally large rattlesnakes from South Florida have been circulating for years, this is the first documented evidence we have seen and if possible, would like to verify. I think it is uh, worth investigating. Your help would be greatly appreciated. So they published this again in the letters section. And this was 1973, I believe was the year. And here's what the caption is below this amazing photo. Here is a huge 11 foot four inch long rattler. Jim Baker of Decatur, Illinois, sent us this incredible photo taken in 1919 after it had been found 
in a house which was being torn down, and we featured it in the November Almanac section of Sports Field. Now, the way this is written, I have a hard, hard time telling if this snake was found in a house being torn down or the photo was found. It's a little bit foggy there. It says, again, at the time, we did not know who the people in the picture were, but now Mr. Large has partially cleared that question up for us. With Mr. Baylor's letter, we find that this snake may be a world record. It's certainly the largest rattler we've ever seen. That's really interesting. It's an incredible photo. For 25 plus years, I've looked for this photo. I can't find it scanned anywhere online or anything like that, but it was in a Sports of Field magazine. And it was such an interesting photo that even the assistant curator of the Department of Herpetology at the New York Zoological Society was very, very interested in this thing. So I thought that was uh, thought that was quite incredible. Now, looking at the photo, obviously, I'm a photographer. You can do a lot with the photo. And there were even photos back in the 1800s that were fake to make animals look. There's a very famous one of a, of a really big catfish that looks like it's, you know, 20 feet long. It's a, it's a fake photo. So there could be fake photos. But the one thing I'll say about this photo, the men are holding the snake out from them. But it's not one of these shots where they're like holding it so far out in front of the camera and the person's down below. Whoever's shooting the photo, it looks like they're probably kind of at the eyeball level of the people in the photo. And um, in the photo, you can't even really see in this scan at least, you can't even really see the head. You can see the tail a little bit. They're holding it out here, you know, and back in the day, it wasn't like you could like do like a digital photo. Back in the early 1900s, you basically had one shot. You weren't going to be able to go back and look at your photo um, like you would. There wasn't like a lot of film around or things like that. So this is a very interesting photo. And could there have been an 11-foot-long rattlesnake living in Florida? Well, this is the only evidence I've ever seen of a snake anywhere near this big. And apparently, in 1973... Um, John Baylor, the assistant curator, Department of Herpetology in New York Zoological Society, agreed so much that he wrote Sports of Field magazine. There are a lot of stories out now about these gigantic rattlesnakes because of the proliferance of photos. Everyone has a camera on their phone, and people will kill a rattlesnake, hold it way out in front, or hang it off of a chain or something, and it looks mega and people send me the photos, and I say that's probably a five-foot-long rattlesnake, maybe a six-foot-long rattlesnake. looks a lot bigger than it actually is. But this is one of those investigations that was very satisfying because my grandfather, once again, wasn't a great outdoors guy, but he read this thing, and it fascinated him. There was an 11-foot-long rattlesnake, and my friend Joe Doggett scanned this out of his sports field, and I thought that was a really cool thing for him to do. I give Joe credit for that. But there's another rattlesnake mystery that has been solved out there. And I remember first seeing this. Um, this I first saw this 20, probably five years ago, around the same time I heard about the 11-footer. It's a photo been circulating around Texas for a long time. And then I saw it in a restaurant, a Mexican restaurant in Freer near the Mexico border. It shows an unidentified man with a very large rattlesnake. And most of the time, it was featured next to text saying it was killed in Texas. Um, it's an African-American gentleman. He's wearing a cap, and he's standing out in a field. looks like it could be some kind of agricultural field or on the edge of a farm or something like that. You see a wood line in the background. 
Uh, one of my readers, Wesley Wright, uncovered the source of the mystery, and he sent me a link to a newspaper story in Georgia after I put the word out for help. And, you know, people were saying this was a Western Diamondback. In the photo, people were saying it was 10 feet long. I looked at the snake, and it was pretty dang obvious to me that it was not a Western Diamondback. Although it's a bad black and white photo that had probably been a hundred generations of being scanned and copied, I could tell on the photo that the uh, the tail area of the rattlesnake was solid. It wasn't a ring like a Western Diamondback. So a solid one is an Eastern Diamondback. And um, it's got a really intense girth on it. And a Eastern Diamondback tends to get bigger around than a Western Diamondback. Um, but what we found out is the man in the photo's name is LaVon Grantham. And the snake was killed in a cabbage patch in South Georgia. The photographer's name was Jimmy Lamb of the Greenville Sentinel. According to the credit on the photograph, Mr. Wright sent us to examine. And here's, here's what's really cool. To make things more interesting, I actually spoke with Norman Anthony, who is familiar with the story and contacted the Glenville Sentinel's editor, Pam Waters. And she had a really interesting reply to whether or not Mr. Grantham killed the snake. Because if you have an actual name that's confirmed attached to the picture, it gives it more credibility. She said, yes, he did. And the snake was killed September 1st, 1982 in a cabbage patch in Tattenall County. The snake was killed by Grantham. The length and weight were not taken, but from the photo taken, one can see the man's bulging bicep. The snake was extremely heavy with Mr. Grantham between five and a half and six feet tall, and the snake was shown doubled over on the stick. Jimmy Lamb was working for the Glenville Sentinel at the time, and I was thankful the photo was in focus since we surely didn't know anything about trick photography. So that is from the Glenville Sentinel editor, Pam Waters. She actually said, I had bought the newspaper in 1981 and never been in a newspaper office before with no journalism or photography background or whatsoever, just a desire to print a good local newspaper each week. And back then, you got a lot more really good, interesting stories like this or people actually trying to get stories. So if you've seen this photo, and it's been circulated everywhere in Texas. This was not killed in Texas. This particular rattlesnake was killed in Georgia. And that has absolutely been confirmed. So I love being able to kind of solve mysteries like this or, or get more information on them. You know, the mystery solving part of the 11-foot rattlesnake in Florida is the fact that it, the photo existed. My grandfather, you know, you could you could easily say that this was, uh, he might have messed up the state or he might have misremembered the size, but all of that stuff added up. My grandfather, the late John Pickard, gave me that information. Now, we'll probably never know if this was actually an 11-foot-long rattlesnake, but it very well looks like it could be. Love to get stuff like this, information like this out there to you. It's a lot of fun. And it confirms that you never know what's going on in the great outdoors. If you have any information on, on this big rattlesnake, or maybe you're kin to one of the people in this photo, or something like that, or have any information on mega-sized snakes here in the United States of America in the forests and mountain regions, please email me, chester at chestermore.com. That's chester at chestermore.com. God bless you guys. Catch you next time at the Higher Calling. Hey folks, before we go, let me tell you about my good friends at the Houston Safari Club Foundation. This is an organization that supports hunting and conservation. They've taken hundreds of kids hunting and fishing, given out over $2 million in scholarships, and they provided over $4 million in grants to protect wildlife and habitat at home 
and abroad. They host great monthly events and an annual convention where you can meet other hunters and learn about all types of hunting. Don't let the name mislead you. They're not just about safaris, but definitely about all kinds of hunting. Education, conservation, protecting the future of hunting. That's the Houston Safari Club Foundation. Join today. Call 713-623-8844 or go to wehuntwegive.org to learn more. Higher Calling is brought to you by Texas Fishing Game Magazine, our official sponsor. You can check the online edition out at fishgame.com and also subscribe to their e-newsletter. And if you'd like to meet a personally subscribe you to that newsletter because I actually can do that. You can email me at chester at chestermore.com. Fishgame.com is not only wildlife and fisheries in Texas, but we cover things going on nationwide. And you definitely subscribe to the newsletter three updates a week, killer, killer stuff put together by yours truly. Once again, Higher Calling is sponsored by Texas Fishing Game Magazine at fishgame.com. You've been listening to The Higher Calling, hosted by the wildlife journalist Chester Moore. Contact him at chester at chestermore.com. Follow him at thechestermore on Instagram and his blog at highercalling.net. 